0: Let's take a deep dive look at the HORI Split Pad Compact. So I've already done a first look video, but now I've been using these every single day for two to three weeks now. Here's my full blown review. I do want to say as well, I imported these myself from Japan. This is not a sponsored video, but Hori, if you're watching, feel free to send us some controllers. As the name suggests, these are essentially the Hori Split Pad Pro, but in a more compact form factor for those with small to medium sized hands, whereas larger hands will benefit more from the Split Pad Pro because, well, they're bigger so let's start with the features and lack thereof so what it does have is a d-pad ergonomic grip larger joysticks than the joycons assignable back paddle buttons and turbo but what it's lacking is well no wireless mode so therefore handheld only no gyro no rumble and no nfc And I do want to say to all you that are going to comment this, yes, you can dock the Switch whilst these are attached. I use these on my Switch OLED and not had a problem at all. They're available in various colors, but in my opinion, they're not very nice. The best ones by far are these Pokemon editions. I have the Gengar ones, but there are Pikachu ones too. So the Gengar design is absolutely stunning and it's actually part of the material. You can't feel the paint with your nail, you know, so it won't just chip off or anything like that. It's like actually in the material which is amazing, the back of the compacts have this lovely speckled textured grip to help with grip and it feels overall way more premium than the Split Pad Pro Controller. They're essentially larger Joy-Con designs, nothing is different in terms of placement other than we now have a D-pad on the left side and a sign and turbo buttons towards the bottom. The face buttons and joysticks are also larger than the official Joy-Cons too. I myself have medium sized hands so I'm pretty much their target audience here and I found them way more comfortable than the standard Joy-Cons. They're much more ergonomic with a natural feeling grip. The original Joy-Cons are flat and can be awkward to hold or like reach for the joysticks or even the buttons but these sit nicely in your hands letting you reach everything much easier. I found the original Split Pad Pros slightly too large and cumbersome whereas the split pad compacts are perfect in keeping the overall size of the system down whilst maintaining comfort. For extended gaming periods these have been absolutely perfect they are super comfortable and the overall weight of the system is less than some of the other Joy-Con alternatives that I've tried meaning the whole thing's lighter which means you can have even longer gaming sessions. So let's jump into the turbo so we do have turbo buttons on each side with an LED indicator above the button which I absolutely love and I'll tell you why in a moment. Pressing the turbo button and a button trigger or even the assignable back paddle of your choice will then assign turbo to it. Holding that button will then cause the input to repeat whilst the button is being held. Pressing turbo and the button again will cause the input to be repeated whilst the button is not being held. Holding the button will then pause the turbo until you let go again and then it will resume. Pressing turbo and the button again will cancel out the turbo entirely. Now the LED indicator will flash as the turbo's in use, but there is more to it. If you hold the turbo button and then up on the joystick, you will see the LED flash faster. Hold the turbo and move the joystick down and you'll see the LED flash slower. So there's three different turbo speeds, all indicated with this LED indicator, which I find amazingly useful to see what setting you're on. The assignable back paddle is an absolute lifesaver. It's by far the best feature of these, but I pretty much exclusively use it for one button, and I'll get into that in a second. You can assign any button trigger or D-pad direction to these back paddles, but you can only assign the left side to the left paddle or the right side to the right paddle. So press assign and whatever button trigger or D-pad direction you want, and that's pretty much it. You're done. The LED indicator above the assign button will remain lit to tell you that you've assigned something to that paddle, whether it's on the left or the right side. Press assign and the paddle to unassign your choice and the LED will turn off. So I pretty much only use the assignable back paddle for the joystick clicks, you know, the buttons that press when you press in the joysticks, because some games require that to run or melee or whatever. And I absolutely hate that because I'm like, you know, running around or changing the camera angle. And then when I press it, it like jerks the screen around or whatever. And that really frustrates me. So assigning the joystick presses into the back triggers, like makes it so much better. And what I love is that you can detach the controllers or turn off your switch, turn it back on and it will remember what you've assigned. You don't need to reassign every time you use the switch. Now let me tell you about the joysticks because they are spectacular. They're larger than the official Joy-Cons so there's more movement, meaning better accuracy. And my absolute favorite thing here is the thumb grip. The entire top piece of the joystick is coated in a thick rubber with texture that pretty much super glues the joystick to your thumb giving it amazing grip. This is by far the best joystick thumb grip I have ever felt on any controller that I've tested. The joysticks are also buttery smooth with an amazing resistance and they return to center right away when you let go. And I'm pleased to tell you there's absolutely no dead zone so just like the split pad pro there is no dead zone now i don't know what sticks hori use but they're the best on the market by far compared to any other Joy-Con alternative that i have tested and yes there's a d-pad and i absolutely love it it's a weird matte plastic like the face buttons it's large with a decent concave to it too it doesn't stick at all in any direction and it rolls nicely so i have pretty much well there's just no gripes that i have with the d-pad at all let's go to the buttons and the triggers, and there's quite a few of them. So first off, the plus, minus, home, screenshot, turbo, and assign buttons are all plastic with a nice, firm actuation, rather than that absolutely horrible, sticky, mushy rubber used on the original Split Pad Pros, which I hated. The face buttons are the same matte feeling plastic as the D pad, and I really do like this material. They're large with a flat top and rounded edges. They are membraned, but I have nothing bad to say about them really. It's slightly mushy, but not the worst I've felt at all, and in use, you do not notice at all. The triggers are large with ZL and ZR being slightly more loose than the l bumpers. And the bumpers are pivoted too, so you can press right on the edge or right on the top and they work every time. So before I give my opinions on these, what are the price points? Here in the UK, they are around 48 pounds and in America, they're, you're looking at around $60. So it's pretty much exactly the same price as the Hori Split Pad Pro controllers. They are also launching a case specifically for these from Hori, uh, but they're not available just yet, at least as I'm recording this video. So what are my thoughts? Do I think they are worth buying? Well they are absolutely hands down better build quality than the Split Pad Pros in my opinion at least. There's no rattle at all from any of the buttons, any of the triggers, just anything. They are solid and the overall sort of feel to them is just much nicer better joystick grip they they just feel firmer in every way they just feel like they've stepped the game up those joystick thumb grips are hands down the best i've ever felt they're amazingly accurate too and they just feel great i love the led indicators above the turbo and assign buttons the back paddles are great too overall they're just amazing the absolute biggest letdown though is the lack of wireless the lack of rumble the lack of gyro And the lack of nfc which is quite big and to be honest when these were announced i thought yes these are like the successor these are meant to be better than the split pad pros right the next one's up and i was expecting at least rumble and gyro but no no not at all these are literally the split pad pros rehoused into a smaller form factor with slightly smaller joysticks And yeah, there you go. If these had rumble and gyro, they'd be hands down the best Joy-Con alternatives on the market by far. But honestly, for joystick accuracy and overall build quality, I would say they are the best on the market. If you have small to medium sized hands and you don't care for rumble or gyro, well then just buy these straight away. Whereas if you have larger sized hands, then get the Split Pad Pros. But if you do care for rumble, gyro and all the other stuff, well then make sure you subscribe because I will do some comparisons between these and some other Joy-Con alternatives very soon. For now, if you've got bigger hands or maybe you just like the style better, go and check out my review of the Hori Split Pad Pros just here and whether or not they're still worth buying. Or the Pads, the Moba Pads do have gyro, they do have rumble, they have mechanical switches and everything, it's crazy. They have loads of stuff, so check out the Moba Pads or the Hori Split Pad Pros. And I hope you've enjoyed today's video. Make sure you subscribe, like it, let me know what your thoughts are down in the comments. Thanks for watching.